Well, it goes to show you, Doc. Maybe I've been at this job too long. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Right, this week on the podcast, um, we're not going to start Voyager until 2021, so we decided to take like a break. So what we're doing is we're going to watch Columbo <gasps> featuring Star Trek actors. And the episode we watched this week was A Stitch in Crime. A Stitch there? in Crime. Some quality pun. A Stitch in Crime. Stitch now, in crime. it's about a seamstress. In crime. Gonna make your surgery shine. Now, I can speak for myself, and I think Ben is in a very similar situation that I'm in. Um, I I love Columbo. Yes. Like, I am hook, line, and sinker. I find Peter Falk charming and fascinating and interesting to watch. Um, so I'm interested to see, like, if Dennis and Jenny, if you're not Columbo fans, because Ben and I are just head over heels in love with Peter Falk. I've, I've only ever caught it on tv like mm -hmm. as an episode was on so i realized this is the first time i saw the beginning of a colombo episode i think the same for me <laughs> oh, which i don't is... know that i've ever intentionally sat down to watch colombo yeah. it's like my great-grandfather would just be watching it i'm like <laughs> oh, okay old dude so so jenny as someone who's never seen a whole colombo episode i gotta what did you think i actually really enjoyed it really <laughs> i am not gonna lie i really enjoyed it i was like I, I don't know what I expected. I think I think I put it in the same category as like Matlock. Okay. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with Matlock either, but it's just very like old dude show. Like very, yes, of course. Like, mellow and calm. I don't know which this was, but the, there was something about it that I just really enjoyed. Like you knew right from the beginning who who did it. There's no mystery there, and he even knew who did it. <laughs> he was on his ass like right from the beginning. You, it was fun to just watch him like pick this dude apart over the course of the episode. That's one of the things that Stephanie and I would do. De well, Dennis, how do you feel about Columba? This is your first episode. This is your first watching. What do you think? Uh, I will say that Peter Falk is very entertaining to watch. Okay. Like, the show is very 70s in a lot oh, of yeah. ways, you know, and so that makes it a little harder for me to enjoy it. But I'm not, I don't really dig those kind of shows that much. Okay. But it was uh, Peter Falk really puts it over the top. You know, like his his acting, and all I could think was a lot of it was ad libbed, and so how annoying it must have been for <laughs> the other actors to have to deal with all his little things. Like, he's like oh, what are these olives? Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like no the, way that's in the fucking script. The little nuances of it all, yeah, yeah. like it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now again, now Ben and I, like we said, we're head over heel. I mean, I love. Peter Falk, I love Columbo. Like I love the formality of it, and I, I love the formulaic nature of it. Um, Stephanie and I always like to have the argument: When does Columbo know that he's found his target, if you will? There's a big cat there. Now, for those of you who haven't seen this episode, uh, uh, who wants to give the summation of what happened? I my cat. Ben, you can yeah. Tell us what happened yeah. in the episode. Tell us what this episode of Columbo is about. Right, so how how in depth, or do we just kind of go through it as? I a... mean, no, I mean, you could just give us like you know uh, 
a brief kind of thing, and then we can kind of dig further into it if you okay. want. All right. So first of all, though, just let me say Columbo um, in this era. So this is like 72 when this episode came out. So Second is, season, sixth episode. So he is a contemporary of Jim Rockford and the Rockford Files and Kolchak. Mm-hmm. Right? Those. That's what's on television right now. In my new headcanon, they're all existing in the same universe. Oh, I, that's perfect. I absolutely need... There's different cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Fall. I mean, Columbo's in Los Angeles. Well, uh, so is Rockford, though, right? Rockford's in L.A. Yeah, but he's not in the the best part of L.A. Yeah, he's in the L.A. Yeah, he's in the It's just a huge sprawl. Yeah, and he's in the seedier side of L.A. That Jim Rockford, like on the beach and stuff. Columbo's in like the glitzy Beverly Hills area. Yeah, it's uh, so, yeah, he's living in a trailer in a parking lot. If isn't that what the show starts yeah, out as? Like that, yeah, the Columbo. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Rockford. His wife has got to be pissed if she exists. That's another point of uh, uh, discussion amongst my wife and I watching Columbo. But yeah, Ben. So, so the episode starts off um, with an ambulance or a 1972 version of an ambulance, the Ghostbusters mobile. Right, and <laughs> yeah. so here's the thing. I mean, and again, because I watched a lot of 70s television, um, one of my other favorite shows was Emergency. That's a terrible show. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, but it is. is. <laughs> yes, so, it is. Emergency is a terrible show. One of the things that you learned from that, though, is that the standard back in the day is that paramedics were not paramedics. If you called an ambulance to come to your house, it was literally a meat wagon. They could do some minor first aid, but their whole job was basically to take you to the hospital and let somebody who knows what they're doing fix you mm-hmm. it wasn't until los angeles and a couple of other cities started the program but anyway so they're rushing somebody to the hospital emergency is essentially someone just falls off something and they call the ambulance and the ambulance brings them to the hospital <laughs> and they start an that, iv drip yeah that's yeah. all emergency is. hey this guy fell off a ladder hey john travolta just fell off a ladder we gotta take him to the hospital oh my god john travolta but did yeah. they at least fall in interesting ways I mean, he's at a construction site. He's painting a house. He's cleaning his gutters. Like yeah. some, something along those lines. It's there was basically a, a show about. Week? It, no, no but it's basically a show about ladder safety. Such a klutz. Yeah. No, but there was one guy who like uh, was choking, and they had to save him, and they had to do like an emergency tracheotomy. And then the reason that he was choking is that he had pulled his beer cap. You know, the he'd opened his beer can. And this is the old pull tab days where the tab would come off and he dropped it down in the beer and, <laughs> and drank it like an idiot. Because people did that, apparently. Because <laughs> people were stupid back this then. This show is about not letting evolution take hold. Yes, exactly. Well, no, it, it worked because after I saw that, I never, I was just like always like, just yeah, insane. We got to clean the gene pool of some of these people. <laughs> and see, now this look, is how we have Trump. This is how we got to where we are. There you go. But yeah, so but, there's so an he's old rushing man the hospital. It, yeah. The old man is, um, you may recognize as Grandpa Walton if you watch the Waltons. Also I thought it was, Bur- for, the, for the longest time, I thought it was Burl Ives. I thought, wow, really? <laughs> you need to get your Rudolph and. Uh, he did have a, I will say this, uh, the, the old guy in the Columbo episode, who's mm-hmm. whatever his name is, did have a Santa Claus vibe. Yeah, Dr. Heideman. Yeah, Dr. Heideman, yes. Yeah. So um, when he's rushed to the hospital, though, and they come to tell uh, Dr. Mayfield, played by our favorite uh, Mr. 
Leonard Nimoy. Um, Dr. Mayfield is reading a telegram about uh, their research uh, or whatever. He's reading a telegram. Telegram. <laughs> yeah, telegram kids was like uh, Twitter. The 1870s or the 1970s? <laughs> and it's funny because it, it's on a yellow piece of paper with like the black tie. It's what I've never seen a telegram, but I imagine that's exactly what they look like. I mean, all you have to do, like if you watch an old West show, they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same piece of paper. Yep. A hundred years, they never upgraded the technology. <laughs> nope, it's yeah, just, that's but, all it is. Telegram. Union. Telegram Dark- for Mr. Mongo. <laughs> Dr. Mr. Spock wants uh, to go public with their research and like get all the, the accolades or whatever. Mm-hmm. But old man Heidemann uh, is wanting to delay things. We need to do some more research, blah, blah, blah. And so this obviously upsets our doctor. Yes, Dr. Mayfield logical. Spock. Dr. Yes. Mayfield, yes. Yeah, he's uh, not happy about this. But I guess the the uh, telegram wasn't exactly for him. No, he it was read for Dr. Heidemann. You read a telegram he shouldn't have read. Let's see, that's that's like breaking into somebody's DMs is or something. That his fault, or is that the the telegram delivery person's fault? And I it's, hate to blame the black guy, but I think it's his fault because he uh, he chose to read it. The one, yeah, the one black to. guy in the show was the guy responsible for delivering the telegram. Hey, sucker, get out my face! Hey, man, give us the. Give it to Heidemann, man. Come on. Look here, you honky motherfucker. Like you were Dr. Curtis Mayfield. This is American <laughs> television. Doctor, this is American television in 1972. Step I mean, back, Jack. I don't need no lip from you, baby. But yes, no, he says, and um, the nurse is instantly, you can tell right off the bat that this nurse does not like Spock. She yeah, doesn't like suspicious. him at all. Played by uh, Miss Anne Francis, making Did her it. second Columbo uh Appearance. Did a very good job too. Mm-hmm. She was all over these shows back in the in the seventies. Yeah. So she she's definitely you know like got some friction with with Doctor Spock. Doesn't like him. I would have liked like a, another interaction that they had before this to mm-hmm. just kind of drive it home that he's he's a dick and she doesn't care for his attitude. Like they have different philosophies on medicine or whatever something you know. She's a nurse. Kind of Nurses ain't paid to think. Well, I think you kind of get that too in this scene with her and the doctor, uh, Doctor Heidemann, because they're talking and she's like, "I don't care for him. He's just he's taking credit for research yeah, that you I mean, did." That's expositional, though. I would like yeah. to kind of have it play out in front of me. It is kind of better to. We got to get Columbo in there as fast as possible. Yeah, gonna move this. The, the show's not called the Doctor. Ma- this isn't Doctor Kilgare. But it's Kildare always something. But it's, it's always about twenty minutes before he shows up. It's anywhere from like fifteen to twenty minutes before you get Columbo because mm-hmm. they got to set this the stage for the Maridas. So you're gotta, but, this is like not typical for a Columbo episode. No, right? this is every episode. No, but this is you, you don't get to him. You got to get to the murder by the first commercial break. Yes. That's okay. that's the thing. You, you, that first commercial break, you got to get that that murder in. But uh, now the other nurse who's working in this episode, um, I can't remember the nurse's name. It wasn't Marsha, not her, not the roommate. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But uh, that's actually what one of the synopsis websites called it. <laughs> but um, she is Andy Griffith's uh, girlfriend huh. from the old Mayberry show. Interesting. Hmm. And a couple of, you know, other shows. So she likes it. Missionary is what you're saying. That's the only way she does it. And anything else is a sin. Yeah, going right So, um, 
we find out though that the old doctor has a heart condition, has a heart attack, needs a new valve. Mm -hmm. And no perform that surgery than Spock. Cardiothoracic surgeon, Dr. Mayfield Spock. Mm -hmm. So, and the only man, he, and these guys are colleagues. He, you know, he, he knows that this is a brilliant surgeon. So who else would you, you choose to do this work? So they have the surgery. He's not shady. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you nurse the, uh, what's her name? Nurse uh, Martin. Nurse Martin is up his ass the whole surgery. Oh, I mean, she's, she's in every little thing. And he kind of picks up on it, too. Where he's just like, I said, sponge, bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he you smacks know. her because it's the 70s. And it's the 70s. You can do that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's expected. I'm sorry. It's your sponge. <laughs> but uh, after the surgery, and this I is where she, where she fucks up. Well, she even, he even says to her, like, what was your problem in there? Like, what were you yeah. doing? Like, where were you? And she's like, I guess I was kind of acting like it was my first day. I don't know. I was just so nervous about everything. But she looks around. And she finds something on the floor. It looks like pubic hair, but it's not pubic hair. <laughs> it's Vulcan pubic hair. It can it be Vulcan yours, Dr. Weed. Mayfield? I've seen yours. What's a pubic hair wig called? Uh, a merkin. A merkin. Yeah, I knew I would ask the right crew merkin. for that. <laughs> I listened to, to Mouthy Broadcast and learned that. A merkin. But she finds all this stuff on the floor and she immediately yeah. freaks out. Because it's suture, but it doesn't feel right. And, you know, she's she's a surgical nurse. She's around suture all the time. Suture. So she she knows, but it's just this black suture, but it feels wrong. So she makes a phone call and he overhears her. Mac. M-A-C. And 8 a.m. Tuesday. She's and that's makeup. And that's Bay. Yeah, she wants to make up. She wants to look like a hot sludge. She's like, you know what? I'm going out to the sexy nurse. It's Halloween. I'm going back to the VA center. I gotta look like a hot, hot veterans. I gotta look like a hot slut for those junkies back at the VA. Those hot veterans, veterans in your area. Yeah. Vietnam is still, you know, hardcore at this point. Remember. But essentially, when she writes that note and he overhears it, she's signing her death warrant. Oh, because yeah. she goes out to her car and all of a sudden she kind of looks kind of scared and Spock comes out of nowhere and just whacks her with a tire But iron. now, okay, so this got me. One, where she, it was, she did a really good job of just being confused as fuck. Yeah, like what Right, when, he, when somebody comes out of the shadows, she's like, stops, turns around. Dr. Mayfield Spock, though, when he does this, he had to kick back into Spock mode because this was some cold, hardcore, just Doink, and down she's out. Yeah, right. He's he's all business. He doesn't say it was anything. Surgical the way that he killed her. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Um. This would takes be your solved. keys and empties this, your purse. This would be solved very easily with cameras. Yeah. Security cameras. Yep. You know, security the, guard. Yeah, like a camera. This is all why, done. Shows Dennis, Why would you have a security guard at a hospital? That's just where people go to get well. Yeah, but just to walk it around. It's you never know. First, because people get murdered in... Well, Segundo, man. Yeah. It's dangerous. But she got know. whacked on the head with a tire iron. She's dead. He takes her keys. Yep. Gone. Commercial. Columbo shows up. Here he is. Yep. We got the crime scene. The police are keeping the crowd back. You know, it's a crime scene. We got to keep it clean. 
Columbo comes, comes in looking pretty rough <laughs> with the egg. With, with the, he's got like, a fucking hard boiled egg that he's cracking. But on there's the always car. there's always got to be something weapon. though. Like as a Columbo viewer, there's always something that he's hung up on, and right now it's just this egg. And like he just wants to eat the egg, and he's cracking it on everything. And sir, can you please keep her? This is a crime scene. Can you please keep her crime scene clean? He's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, and yeah. he's just got this eggshell in his hand, and he's like, what do I do? Oh, and he just puts he it in his pocket. His pocket. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is he doing? It's and great. so you know, they tell him he looks around. Oh, and the thing that he's he's constantly he's obsessed with getting a cup of coffee. Yeah. Because his, his wife was up. I forget she was sick or yeah, something the night before. Coffee yet. <laughs> he's all about the coffee. Because that's the other thing is whenever he's distracted by something and you guys are new. That's that's the thing. You're telling him it's like, oh, yeah, here's the murder weapon. Here's the victim. Here's the crime scene. Yeah, but that coffee. I mean, yeah. th that's the thing he's he's on the coffee and the egg. Right. They're coming out with a murder weapon. He's like, yeah, could you could you hold that? Uh, He's like a high functioning tech, tech. man. Something. <laughs> I always thought it was part of his act. It, I think it's just part of his shtick. Okay, so something else that came from this time period that I and watched I loved, when I was a you, kid. You even forgot the best part about that though uh, is like, oh, can I see the murder weapon? And he cracks his egg yeah, off. Yeah, that's what I was just yeah. saying. Yeah. He just, uh, like, let me see that bloody tire iron. <laughs> oh, and he had him hold. He's like, yeah, hold that right there. Spice for crack, the crack, crack. It's wonderful. No, it's, because did you ever watch though? And I don't know how many people watch PBS, but there was a uh, British play that they showed called uh, I Claudius. Young Patrick Stewart was in it, so you know you might want to check it he out. He was never young. Yeah, he probably looked exactly the same. <laughs> he he did, except he had like a really bad wig, or his hair was on the wig out at that point. But Patrick um, Stewart and Steve Martin are kind of the same guy. They've yeah. always looked like eighty years old. It's a good career move. It is going to be on TV or film. One of the things Claudius was in the family of Caesar. And, you know, they were known for assassinations and, and power plays, and it was some real Game of Thrones shit. And so one of the things that his teacher had told him when he was young, because Claudius had a, a slight stutter and a limp because he was born with a, a I think, inbred. a deformation in his leg. He was inbred. He so, shot no. nine times. Now he walks with a limp. Oh, like 50 Cent? Yeah, so like 50. So what he so did was... Uh, his, they say his, 50, you hot. His, his teacher told him to play it up, you know, make the stutter worse, make the limp worse, just be a complete joke on the court. And that way you're not threatening. You'll, you'll get all the background political shit that's going on, but nobody's ever going to consider you a threat. So you'll be safe or safer. And over time, that's how he becomes emperor because he's able to, you know, get all this Intel. Nobody oh, thinks he's God. a threat. They kill each other, and then he, at the you know right time, takes out, uh, hooks up with the generals, takes out the right guy. The generals put him in charge because they think, oh, no threat. At which point he stands up straight, the stutter goes away, and he you know takes charge. Shows ate them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I, and I think, I think Columbo does that to a degree. I think yeah. you know you got this bumbling cop at the crime scene. It's your shtick. Yeah, and then it's like you and Stephanie are saying, you know, when does he know? When does he know 
because the next scene is he goes into an office well, and he pretends like he's lost and he's like i can't ever find any you got east wing west wing south wing north wing and then nimoy cuts him off and can i help you as he's well, no but his clock well, that's the, the thing phone. yeah that nimoy before we even see colombo coming in here dr mayfield spock is getting the word that because uh, he's calling up for s- something yeah oh and my surgery's just got, been canceled oh why what the nurse is dead. Oh, you know, oh, he's wow. acting That's very so like so on the phone. He's totally shocked. But at the meantime, he's like adjusting his clock on his desk, you know? Yeah. It's I like, mean, I'd probably do the same thing. So what you're saying, Dennis, is you're a cold blooded killer. I'm a, no, I'm a fidgeter. Like I got to fidget with something. Sitting here playing with my ring as we're talking. So, yeah, yes, yes. But you just did to kill thing. someone though. Well, see, though. How do you know? Oh shit. But Columbo took it a completely different oh, way. Shit. Somebody together. Jenny a murderer. Is that is that even her shirt? I don't know. Maybe she took it off a dead body. <laughs> but uh Columbo shows up. Columbo uh, play you know, says, you know, he, he must be like super intelligent and you know, because he's able to concentrate on on two things like that where, you know. It's, you know, it's how smart these surgeons are that, you know, he can like focus on one thing and then be doing something completely different. So, but um, so does, so this is their first interaction right now at this moment. And Columbo's still harping on the coffee. Is there a coffee machine on this floor? No. no. And then that's it. That's the end of their interaction. I Asks just love that he's walking around like smoking a cigar in a in hospital, hospital. <laughs> in the freaking like heart center of the hospital but they're okay so away. Yeah, still Did good you, for like another 10 or 15 years like you yeah. just told you do you remember when you could smoke at the mall like you could walk around the mall and smoke was, like i'm that old where you could smoke at the yes. mall well see the other thing though what a gross place to smoke but um so jenny i don't know if you noticed it but there's a episode there's scenes later where there's like the uh, Jerry Seinfeld style operating theater mm-hmm. where you can sit up in well, the stands. The junior mint in. There's yeah. an ashtray there on the ledge in front oh of the wood. Like, it's like, no, no, <laughs> it's not just you can smoke in the offices and stuff. It's yeah. You're smoking everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. It's wow. just not even a, you're in a hospital. Okay. And, and, okay. and, 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 and Nemo is kind of a douche to him right off the bat. Who are you? What yeah. do you want? And he's like, I'm Lieutenant Columbo. I'm investigating the murder. Yada, yada, yada. Did you know her? Yeah, a little bit. Blah, blah, blah. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, but, you know, they weren't close or whatever. Did we skip the part where they tossed the house when he tosses no. the house? Or is that after the meeting? Actually, no, it's before. Okay. Before oh, because, yeah, that's where he just got back from. Because so I that, find. Yeah, 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 yeah. That tossed, morning before. Yeah. yeah. While they're at the crime scene, Dr. Mayfield Spock is over at. Uh, nurse martin's house and he waits I found for it her weird that he waited until morning to toss well you had to wait for the roommate to leave but my but my point being if they if somebody found her earlier mm-hmm. than in the the morning they would search the apartment immediately like that they mm-hmm. would go to her apartment yes like that's my would thing they? Yeah. i mean the roommate was there or not the, they would be searching the shift apartment. schedule like you know Right. There would be nobody in the garage between the hours of whatever time she got killed and eight in the morning or whenever she was discovered. And then the other – the roommate's also a nurse, isn't yeah. she? Because she's and so a nurse She works a, at the plastic surgeons. And she has a little spiel that Columbus like, who please just get back to your friend. <laughs> like this is boyless and I hate you. But he does – he tosses therapist. the apartment. 
Yeah. Did they not interview the roommate and say like, "Hey, what happened? Like, we saw that your place was trashed. I don't know. It was fine when I left in the morning." Yeah, because that's what the burglars did. They waited until she left. Thank God they waited till she left, or she could have been killed too by these drug fiends. <laughs> yeah, the drug fiends wait until these seven in the morning. Bags. That's the thing I don't understand. If they're dope fiends, they're wearing gloves. I mean, either. <laughs> so yeah, he well, and, uh, he and, tosses the apartment, and then in their first interaction, um, after he tosses the apartment, mm-hmm. a Nimoy puts. Well, it was it a robbery. Was it a robbery? Like he's instantly going for that robbery thing. And for me, Columbus, like he did it. Mm-hmm. In it's my like head. He's on his ass, like right not away. enough information for that, though, because like people been robbed in that garage before. Is that a dangerous neighbor? Like the, all these things would kind of help sell the lie if it were true. Like if nobody's, if it's a really safe neighborhood and nobody's ever been mugged in that garage before, then it's like, well, why would you jump to that conclusion? You know? Yeah. It was a really odd conclusion to jump. Was it a, it was a robbery? Was it a robbery? Columbus like, oh, we don't know what it is. Like, we just found her. Like, you're already yeah. thinking it's a robbery. See, that's the thing is that's, that's what gives them away. Because when I watch these training films, it's, <laughs> you, you've got to pick up these things. And and one of the things that they always do in, in Colombo, at least, is, or what tells you out is when you start trying to solve it for them. Yes. That's, that's the thing that happens in every Colombo episode. Because... The idea is when I, you know, because obviously he's a brilliant man, he set this up to look like a robbery. And it's so frustrating to him that the cops can't figure that out. See, they can't see that it's a robbery. It's like, well, is it a robbery? I mean, the purse, was her purse tossed? Because that would be indicative of uh, what the criminal type call a uh, hit job robbery style thing that went wrong, possibly. You know, she probably should have just given him her purse. I mean, you hear that. I mean, it's just like all these episodes were just like, what did you think about this? And then don't fuck up and answer his questions. Yeah. This, these shows would be a lot shorter if whoever was like, I, I, I need a lawyer. Well, why do you need a lawyer? Just right. like, I, I really don't know anything. I yeah. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I need a but I, I need a lawyer. If I see Columbo, I need a I'm lawyering up because I mean, like, who knows how many people he tries this with before he got to Nimoy? Like, because I'm sure he asked somebody else, and maybe somebody else, and maybe somebody else, and maybe somebody else. If I see Columbo, I'm saying like, I need a lawyer. I didn't do anything, but I need he's a just lawyer. roaming the halls of the hospital looking for somebody on the phone, mm-hmm. finding hey, out um, about the murder. But, like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, no, no, he's cool. finding out about the person. Yeah. Oh, do you know Nurse Martin? Oh, she worked with Dr. Heideman and Dr. Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, and they're doing this research. Like none of this, none of this happens accidentally. Like when Columbo says, "Oh, I, well, I, I'm lost. I don't know where I am." He knew exactly where he was going. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, just thinking that too. Like he's probably going down the hall. Like, hey, where can I find the coffee machine? Oh, and do you know this this chick that got killed? You know. Oh, who no, does she work with? Coffee machines there. Check down the hall. You know. Yeah, so oh. He's just using it as a cover. It's all it's all bullshit. Like everything yeah. he does is completely calculated. When he walks into that office, he knows what he's doing. It's it looks accidental, and he's got the spiel down. I can't. I don't know where I am. My stomach hurts. I faint. This is you know like he's got hospitals. Whole, hospitals make him uneasy. There's will you walk down the hall with me? Because in my profession, if I faint, it'll look bad. Like the whole he just saw a dead body upstairs who got his head smashed in. Well, okay, so this is consistent though. 
what we see in this episode with an egg on the murder weapon. (laughs) (laughs) But he is he's definitely squeamish because he is. is. Did you see the one where he goes to London? Yes. With the with the actor people, with the actor people, Richard Basehart. I I realize this is the end of the episode, but he sure had no problem watching an open heart surgery with a. No, he had a problem. He was not really watching. No, no. um, the first surgery he wasn't watching, but the second one that he was watching Nimoy, he was watching Nimoy. He wasn't watching the surgery. He was watching Nimoy. Whose hands were in this guy's chest. You know? Yeah, but I mean, in the one in London, though, when he's 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 not eating all day, he's starving. He, the police and which is a reoccurring theme for Colombo never eats. He's always running around, and he he takes him to uh, one of the nicer you know pubs or whatever where they can or a club before they can get a sandwich. And he's got this beautiful sandwich spread in front of him, and he brings out the crime scene photos of this you know horrific murder. Oh, you can see the and it just he's just like, mm, mm. <laughs> and he just like pushes the sandwich away. Just, mm. And he's pretty much doing that here. I mean, where he's just yeah. like, he's he he plays up that whole squeamishness at at uh, at of, yeah, around. What I'm saying it's not it's not real squeamishness. This is all like he always wants people to underestimate him. Exactly. Yeah. So no. That's like, what he's doing. He's playing. Everybody's up, like, oh, a, so you're saying everybody's a suspect. So the doctor that was showing everybody him, everybody's a plaything because he's a psychopath. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, you know, now that you've said that, though, think about it. So he says, uh, you know, he does this with this, you know, rando doctor who gives him some background. But then later, you know, that rando's doctor's talking and he's like, oh, yeah, I was with this police lieutenant. And this dude cannot stand to be around dead bodies. I don't know how he's a cop. They were doing a surgery and this dude was squirming and oh, it was crazy. And so that story gets around. Well, see, the thing with Columbo, too, is he's got a different rap for everybody. Like when he goes to the nurse, he's very much kind of looking for information about the doctor. When he's talking to the doctor, it's very much like, I got nothing. Yeah. But every time he's talking to someone else, he knows where he's going. He's got the person in mind. Like when he asks, like when he talks to the nurse and the nurse is like, well, do you know anything? Blah, blah, blah. No. Well, what did she do or personal life? You know, she did this, she did that. Yeah. And we'll then, see. We'll, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I don't, because if we, if we want to get touch on what you're saying, though, with that that background, after they toss the apartment, after they find the apartment is tossed and they, the cops are there, they find, they the find drugs, drugs yeah. hidden on morphine vials. I don't understand. There was no fingerprints, but gloves, the gloves, shme- I don't. I don't, and he's telling him he's, t- yeah. he's like because he's trying to lead him on to try to he he feeds the suspect in his mind all the information that he has because it's like he wants him to know like I'm coming I got you I'm getting I, I know what you're doing you're gonna make a mistake now yeah when you try to hide it no somebody though I was I was watching a, a review of just Columbo in general a while back and one of the directors said that you know one you know you had very little to do when you directed an episode because peter falk was in charge oh i could see that it was just like he he knows the character he knows what he's going to do he's going to tell you and then you just keep it running for it <laughs> you just don't get in the way yeah you know and he actually told one of the the uh, studio guys is like you know hey i'd like to actually direct an episode someday and the guy laughed and goes yeah i'm paying a bunch of writers to sit around too so <laughs> 
you know what but um one of the things he said he took from directing a bunch of episodes is the one more thing or he, the, just one thing that was bothering me that you said earlier when you said you know when he does that he's like he said i took it as colombo having hope as colombo is like well maybe maybe he maybe i did miss something so but there's just this one one thing that's bothering me about what you said yeah and maybe if the doctor could come up with something that actually, you know, if it was the truth and you are innocent. Dennis he, isn't buying what you're selling right now, mm -hmm. Ben. I can't. I think, I think Columbo is a psychopath and he just loves reeling these people into his trap. And then once he snares them, he goes home and puts mayonnaise all over his body. And that. Don't say that about Peter Falk. No. It's just about Peter Falk. I'm saying about Columbo. No, come you on. Know, I, I have seen those some episodes where once he does his big reveal, no, that that sir, actually that would be impossible because those are my car keys. But you know, and it's yeah. done. And they're like, well, now what? All of a sudden, he would just kind of, you know, well, you know, his his tone would change after some of the reveals. Like he would. And this is the early, early stuff, like yeah. first season. He would get more serious all of a sudden. His tone would change, and this is like, you know, take him away. Does Colombo carry a gun? No, I've never seen him with a gun. Nope. Doesn't have a gun. He's pretty ballsy then. Well, he's also not Columbo. going after like these are very much like high, high society white collar crimes. They're murders, yes, but I mean they're not very dangerous. TV producers, yeah. surgeons, actors. Well, know, okay, he can take them. As soon no, as he meets them, he already comes up with a plan on how he can take them out. Like, <laughs> so he's got that Roddy. Uh, was it? Um, hey, Batman never like, has a gun. Yeah. He has all those wonderful toys. Where yeah, does he but get them? Columbo's got the cigar and the pencil and the, and the, the raincoat. Yeah, and the and the car, yeah. the French car. He burns them with the cigar yeah. and stabs them in the eye with the pencil. I think he's he's like uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Sherlock when he's always making those calculations, like you know, five five pounds of pressure to the left rib, and then did like he's mapped out how he can take this guy down. Dennis is absolutely right. So I don't think he's a psychopath. I think he's very good at his job. I think yeah. if he killed someone, no one would ever know. I think he does this all the time, though. Like he goes <laughs> to the coffee shop even when he's off duty, and he's like making a scene and just like deducing things about people based on their reactions. Well, you can't turn it off. I don't think. No, you can't. And like they do show. That's why scenes... he didn't have a partner. Nobody could be a partner with this guy. No, because he works on his own. But they do have scenes like where he is kind of just thinking about what's happening there's the episode with suzanne plachette and the old military guy on the boat where he goes and gets chili and he's eating and the guy's like this is the best chili in the world and he gives him the chili and colombo's just like pondering he's just pouring over the the events of the conversation of the of of the interaction with this person that he just had and he's like i got it and then he just leaves so like yeah, yeah this is always he's always working he's always on that's why yeah. he just kind of shows up at places when you least expect it like he shows up at leonard nimoy's fancy party and at the maid house, is, yeah. yeah and the maid is like would you like some caviar and he's like i just want some cheese and oh the olives and like there's all these rando conversations and just seeing colombo yeah. mixing with like this high society with his wrinkly coat and like brown suit and he's cigar. always disheveled i mean the yeah. hair's always i saw something sorry oh. i didn't have a chance to shave today my schedule's all out of whack because my wife was sick and you know i had to come over to murder yeah, this is murder <laughs> yeah like it's 
just and like he's just like okay enough already just be quiet and go away and you got something i got an upset stomach yeah i ate too fast (laughs) i'm lactose intolerant i should have known when um when he wrote the prescription for him, I thought it was gonna be like somehow I missed the scene where she actually took the note. Yeah. I thought that like he had written something and he was trying to like match his handwriting. Maybe. And he was trying to trick trick him. I mean, he might have been doing that, but they just didn't say yeah. it. He just he needed a writing sample. He, he swiped his prescription pad. Yeah. Yeah. Because then he's gonna sell narcotics. No, this this is a detective house. Yeah. This is Columbo. But like yeah, so he goes into the whole spiel and he's talking. Well, I don't know That's because. Dope because we found some dope and you know this that and the other thing and who knows what it could be and i'm not really sure i just don't get it if it's a dope fiend then why didn't he have gloves on why why did he have gloves if he was if he was yeah robbed her and yeah nope you know he knows that these people think they're so smart that they can get away with it that because why my first question would be like why are you asking me (laughs) like I, i i know nothing about these things i'm not a detective i'm just you know i'm a surgeon blah 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 why would you come to me to tell me that you found drugs in her house like he should like his he should be alerted to the fact that hey colombo might think i did well it always goes back to hey we found drugs in her house did she have access how would she get access to that who who else has access to this who else could do that it's always like he's just building it because yeah. when he says, "Oh, the only people that had were doc- Doctor So and So and myself." Yeah. Or no, like, the, yeah. There's only two of us. Yeah, and so. he's like, "Well, you couldn't think I did it, did you?" And once he said that, you're like, "Yeah, you, yeah, you know." But but he even just, knew before. Go ahead, Jenny. I was just gonna say he's just relying on the person's guilty conscience to try to like talk his way out of it, which ends up giving him more information yeah. that he can use to investigate other things that maybe he wouldn't even have thought of. Like, oh, well, did you think about her boyfriend? Did you investigate him? And the next thing you know, he's dead. Well, no, but that was the thing. Okay, so he introduced the whole boyfriend thing. Because they went on a hot date he, together. Because well, yeah. yeah. He got Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Because as soon as Columbo <laughs> left, he called Marsha. Okay, now is this just me being stupid? But did Marsha not look a lot like the one that died, except without the weird mole. A little bit. You know, you look at somebody for a while, you start to look like And I will say this, Marsha is a DTF Spock. She wants that Vulcan dome. (laughs) She wants all that green blood. She, she's definitely the, uh, the, the nurse that, uh, you know, from the late sixties, early seventies, that's like marry a doctor and you can, you're set. Yeah. But, uh, they go on the hot date, and he's like, "What? What else do you know? Who else? Who could? I mean, about? who could it possibly be?" And he's like, "Oh, she used to work with the veterans at that clinic, and there was this guy she went out. Who? who there was a guy. What? What's, what's his, his name? name? Harry. Or Harry. Something like that. Oh yeah, Harry uh, Alexander. Yeah, that's right, Harry Alexander. She did mention him once, I think. You know what? You should tell the police about this. Yeah, like, <laughs> that would make me suspicious if somebody told me." To go talk to the police. Well, you know, and so here's maybe the thing: she thought that, she would get that dick if she did it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm helping. Yeah, well, because she even says, "Well, now that we figured out that out, what do you want to do now?" He's like, "Oh, we should get you home." Then <laughs> he brings her home, and she's like, "Well, do you want to come up for a drink?" And she's like, "He's like, no, I gotta get going." And who's waiting in the bushes? Columbo, in an overcoat, and no pants. <laughs> He's got pants. 
So yeah. So now he, um, yeah, he's <laughs> he's got his was it his allergies? Yeah, his job. Uh, it's a pollen. The crab meat. I just oh. ate something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because this was after the party. Yeah. And so now Marsha takes him up and gives him this uh, trick that if you if you drink the water. So, but do you think tips? does Columbo know right there when he sees the two of them together? Like when does he know? Because I, I'm. I see. I think he suspects Spock. <laughs> you think, Dennis, from, you think it's right from the clock in the beginning? The moment he laid eyes. I think the clock thing, yeah. That he put him on the suspect list. I don't know if he knew, knew. I think because this is the scene where I think he knows. Yeah. Where he's where he's like, oh, yeah. so who's Harry? Harry Anderson. Oh, the guy from Night Court? No, no, this was a- Harry Alexander. Guy. Harry Alexander, okay. No, so, it's, the guy, it's the guy from uh, War of the Worlds. Mm -hmm. So did War. you come up with this name or what? And she's like, no, me and the doctor came up. And he's like, okay, yeah, got oh, him. He's guilty. Yeah. As soon as it was the doctor. Oh, yeah. you were talking to the doctor. Oh, I imagine he was number one suspect from the clock thing. Yeah. But then like this, slowly this, he's like, oh, yeah. This right over the top. Now, now it turns into and, and you guys, you know, when you said, you know who it is from the beginning. The, the whole purpose of this show is to see if they're going to get away with it. Yeah. You know, how does you know he's got he, we know who did it. How does Columbo catch them? How do I imagine they, everybody they watching this in 1972 are like, oh my gosh, this doctor is really, he planned so well. I mean, how can Columbo possibly find this out? You know, husbands across the country going, okay, yeah, don't. <laughs> Good point. The lesson learned for our, you, if you want to murder somebody, hire somebody, hire a professional. Mm. Strangers on a train. You're not going to get strangers on a train. Throw mama from the train is a great example. We we, we switch murders. Mm -hmm. I'll kill your wife. You kill mama. This is my cousin. And wasn't <laughs> the wife Catherine Janeway? You don't. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if that's an official wife. That's Miss Columbo the TV. No, show. no, 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 no. I'm saying throw mama from the train. Billy that's Crystal's right. wife yes. yeah. was Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, Kate oh. Mulgrew. It all comes together. Star Trek, man. So then this is probably my favorite scene of the whole episode is when Columbo goes to see the the VA addict yeah. guy. Because yeah. like he's working at a zoo or like a petting zoo With or kids something. Or something. Yeah, and he's yeah. very much like, look, man, I'm clean. I've been clean. You know, she broke up with me because she said that I was addicted to her and I loved her. And like Columbo knows right there, like this guy's not a suspect. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way this dude is involved in this at all. Like he deducts that boom right off the bat. And, you know, when he's like, does anybody ever call you Mac? Because he's still trying to figure out the Mac thing. Who's yeah. this Mac guy? And he's like, never. And he's like, all right, cool. So he knows, boom, that ain't it. Yep. You know, I well, love also, this. Also, if the guy just killed her last night to get strung out on morphine, he's not showing up to work the next day. Yeah, especially yeah. at like a place with a bunch of kids and animals. Yeah. You know, yeah. and why not just steal horse tranquilizers at that point? Yeah. You can take those. They'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You know? What is it, ketamine or whatever that they give the horses? Yeah, whatever they call it. I don't know. Ketamine <laughs> or something like that. Some... Put it in your eyeballs, man. Get super high. I guess. Um, so, yeah. Not really so, bad for this character. So do I. You know, this, uh, when he I was, was a looking. guy, too. He was. He's been on a, he was on Knight Rider. He was on uh, Murder, She Wrote. Which uh, Jared Martin Renner. was his name. Yep. He was the main, he was the main star of War of the Worlds when that was a series back in 88. He did. 90. 
Yes, 2017 parent care uh, pancreatic Michael cancer. Michael Ironside, the uh, star of War of the Worlds? Huh? Was he in that? No, this is War of the Worlds, the TV series. The 88. It was the, se- it was the sequel to... Uh, well, the aliens would take over people's bodies, right? Mm-hmm. For sex. Yeah. It was... Um, what do you call Ironside was in that. it? He could have been because uh, the first season was dramatically different than the second seasons. There's a lot more sex. Yeah. Well, a lot, a lot more, more full murder. frontal alien nudity. But um, the aliens so, would just capture humans. I remember and then reading a novel. their faces. Of, I think there was a TV movie or something Alien that preceded copy. it, right? Exactly. Well, no. Okay, so the 1953 War of the Worlds. I'm talking about the 88. That's that's what I'm talking about. The 1953 War of the Worlds. About 1953, Ben. He's getting there. He's it's a it's Ben. Come on, he's got to go around. The, you got to go down the goddamn story trope. He's, he's, maker to start he's Rachel Maddow of podcast. He's got to get there. Like he's got to build. He's got to so tell 1938. You. It's going to take 42 minutes. To yeah. get pretty, uh, 1938. I feel like I'm reading a recipe blog. Yeah. 1938. <laughs> I added How do we make onions. the meatloaf, Karen? <laughs> this is a family favorite because in 1938, there was a radio play called War of the Worlds, which we find out later was actually a real event. Right. 1953, the movie War of the Worlds, that was real. But the aliens didn't die. They just went into hibernation. 1988, that's where we pick up that uh, some terrorists were trying to steal nuclear material, but it was actually the aliens. They irradiated the place. It killed the bacteria that was causing the Martians to be um, dormant. And then they took over their bodies. And then we have a series. And this guy was in it. Okay. And there was the novelization was of the pilot episode. I'm okay. Now. I remember reading. I did feel bad for this guy though because he was yeah. a very sympathetic character. He was, he was in the VA. Yeah. So he's he trying went, to get his life together, man. Yeah. And he fought yeah. the war. You, you know, know, fucking Vietnam, man. That shit was serious. And then what happens? Nimoy kills him. Well, that, okay. So here's <laughs> the thing: is that uh, after gets his heart broken and then gets murdered by Leonard Which, Nimoy. This is the second show that we watched outside of Star Trek where somebody has fallen down the stairs strung out on a on a depressant. Okay, so what's the first one? The uh, Silk Stockings. That's right. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's right. Because yep. he, he broke his neck, right? Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I'm going to do that at the end of this episode. <laughs> but that's going to be intentional. You're going to throw yourself down There's the a stairs. difference. Yes. God. Wait till Dennis comes over and then we can frame him. But, um, I mean, nothing... But uh, no, so when, uh, what is it, after Columbo talks to him, the doctor, you know. The doctor, this... Yeah, the, after Columbo talks to him, Nimoy and Columbo get back together. And that's when Nimoy is uh, like, well, what about him? He's like, yeah, he didn't do it. Yeah. Like, uh, he's not the guy. He's too clean. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got good. his life together. Like, he's not the dude. So Nimoy knows he's got to do something. He takes some more of his little uh, wonder drug with the, the morphine. And he's got the ether. And do you see, though, how he's doing when he's waiting? for? He's just sitting there. Yeah, he's a crazy. patiently yeah. Yeah. for this guy to get home. He's a psychopath. Yeah, he, he's a, and Harry comes in the front door. All this for some credit on a medical thing. Yeah. Like, well, this is revolutionary medical breakthroughs. He's clearly already rich. 
Like it isn't for money. This is for notoriety. Yeah. For... yeah. Wait, did he have the COVID vaccine before anybody else? Yes. yes. I think he well, invented COVID and the vaccine. Like he's the guy. He's still in jail right now. And he's like, I had this vaccine a long time ago. 1972. I came up with this. Yeah. He's, fuckers. He doesn't need the money because he's having this party that was, I mean, he couldn't cancel it. Cause I mean, it was too much. We had the caterers. Yeah, we had yeah. the, I mean, everything. Yeah. It was too late. Yeah. It's too late to cancel. We had all the, we're showing up later. We had all the girls in bandanas here. Like we can't cancel that. The girl, where are the girls in the bandanas going to go? You can't get a refund on the deposit. Yeah. Girls, this economy, we got to yeah. keep people employed. Yeah. So, you know, there's a war on the gas prices about to happen. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, Nemo's, yeah, he, Nemo is clearly a psychopath in this episode. So he, he, uh, uh, gives him the ether, takes him out. Right. And, he, and he goes down and then he injects him with uh morphine the morphine and gives him like a super dose and then picks up his things mm-hmm. and quietly leaves and then the guy wakes up and i love here's, the cam- okay i love the camera effect on it the so when before that was started when he starts waking up in my head i'm rewriting the script and it's like thankfully due to my years of excessive drug use <laughs> i had grown tolerant to the effects <laughs> And then he like writes a note to Colombo. It was Doctor Mayfield. That clearly wasn't enough. Well, did he didn't even see him though? No, he didn't. He, yeah, he, he ethered him from behind. Yeah. yeah, as one does. And so In the world's quietest struggle. It was just whoa. And he's so dead. this guy's those living at a hotel. Yeah, or like he's, some he, kind of well, L.A. Harry apartment. was thinking, was tonight the night I hired that guy to come over and do that thing? Or is it tomorrow? I thought he was supposed to jerk me off, not inject me with morphine. With. But hey, you know, that's I'll roll Thursdays. With it. We really got to talk about extra. this. He was just playing unconscious on the ground. He's like, "All right, I'm not paying for morphine. Zip. I'll tell you that much." <laughs> so yeah, like Bob was saying, though, he gets the the weird camera thing. Ooh. That was some crazy trippy Ooh. nineteen. This is what old people in the seventies thought <laughs> kids true, were yeah. doing. Yeah. This is, see, see, Billy, that that's what'll happen to you. All whacked out on morphine. You get whacked out on those kooky drugs. That and then your he falls down the stairs and he dies. And he's dead. So this guy's killed two people now. Yeah. Well, obviously, this is your guy, Columbo. Two people. Because, I mean, but, you you found him. He had drugs in his system. He had. I mean. But the funny part he is, is like, all right, Columbo, speed things up. Because this guy's on a killing spree now. <laughs> Well, the funny part is, like, this was all set in motion because he wanted to kill the doctor to get his credit. So these are just, like, extracurricular murders to cover up the murder. He only wanted to commit one murder. Yeah, but the nurse figured it out. So she had to to go because his plan made a lot of sense. And we mm-hmm. get to that later because Columbo's like, why would it? then he figures out MAC? It's like a, he's picking up some tweezers and it's yeah. like the so and so, you know, something supply. And it's like, oh, MAC, it's an acronym. Ah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why would she want to speak to a chemist? And then he goes to see somebody else and he finds out about suture. And yeah. he finds out about the two different kinds of suture, dissolving suture and permanent suture. Yeah. So then Columbo figures it out. He's like, this dude put dissolving temporary, yeah in his heart so he will die so, so after four or five days yeah that's just just gonna let go and he's columbus figured it out like he yeah. knows what's up but he how can you prove that dude laughs in columbo's face mm-hmm. and this is one of the few yeah, times difficult I've, questions dr manfield so do juries yeah 
that was pretty good. That was good. Yoki ass motherfucker. Yeah. But the thing is, he knows that Columbo knows, but he can't prove anything at this point. Yep. It's all kind of circumstantial. So that makes it even sweeter to the murderer. Yeah. But, you know, not only am I getting away with it, he can't do fuck all about it now. Yeah. But then Columbo is going to Columbo and he kind of yeah. figures it all out. Like, hey, man, once this guy dies from the suture. Yeah, but that rage moment. Yeah, which is which is very rare for Columbo to have that kind of emotion. You know? Yeah. Because he slams the coffee pot down and he's like, when he dies, we're going to do an autopsy and we're going to figure out that this dude's heart valve failed and that'll be on you and then I'm going to... If it is dissolving yeah. sutures, yeah. we gotcha. Well, yeah. I mean, again, this is just him playing the guy because he knows the guy's not going to have an emotional response to what he says, so he needs mm -hmm. to sh kind of shake him up physically mm -hmm. by doing something. Because if he just says, well, I guess we'll just have to do an autopsy when he dies, it's not going to have the same effect as, yeah. well, I'm going to get you, doctor. I know what you did. Well, and he, wait till he, he dies. falls right into the trap. He falls yeah. into the trap because everyone, every pin that has been set up by Columbo has been knocked down by Nimoy. Well, this guy didn't do it. I know that because he's clean. Now all of a sudden he's a dead junkie. Oh, come on. I know what that is. So Mayfield uh, has his medicine out. Yeah. Again, we, cameras, problem solved. A like, little dosage. Yeah. Why would you have cameras in a hospital, Bob? This is where you go to heal. <laughs> Just see it. They have cameras everywhere. I mean, the 70s is why we have cameras. Don't yeah. leave the patient's medicine just sitting out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But it's Hospital a doctor. Dentist. He's he's trustworthy. Like, what's wrong? Nothing. So I like how he has the little vial in his pocket. Bleep. Uh, there we go. Yeah. It's got like a skull and crossbones on it. <laughs> and it just Smoking. Fizzes. Yeah. <laughs> little little skull and crossbones smoke comes out. Yeah. And a little what's death cloud. So yeah, he doses him with something, and lo and behold, Doctor Heidebaum or Heideman yes. can't breathe. He's having trouble breathing. He's, he's, oh my God, the heart valve is failing. We have to get this man to surgery immediately. <gasps> now, I thought about this. When he slipped him the poison, do you mm -hmm. think that he did that to begin with to give him the heart problem that he would have to go to surgery for? Yeah, I thought that's what he did it for. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. No, no, I, no. You're, she's talking about though at, at the, the very, very beginning. beginning. If he did something similar then. Oh, oh. oh I don't know. I, th I think that was just a happy accident. Yeah. I just felt like it was suspicious since he got the telegram and he knew, like, you know, this this was in motion. He's, you know, obviously doesn't like it. Like, but no, but see, the thing was, is he if got, he's got the something that can cause like heart failure. Oh, we got to get him to surgery right away. It was only an hour. Like he had only gotten the telegram an hour before. Yeah, yeah and he was doctor, already on the way to the hospital. And the doctor, okay. there was a first doctor who unless they um, picked him up in the at the hospital and just drove around the block and. <laughs> Took him to the emergency room. Here, brush with soda. Hey, they did it for Trump when he was fucking had COVID. Hey, let's go for a ride. But yeah, so no, because there was another doctor who said that he was having heart failure. Yeah. So then they had to have surgery. Yep. Okay. So that's where Nimoy came in. But Nimoy well, said, suspicious. Yeah, and all this, and really, we don't know what this drug did. Yeah, it just, it just gave him. him it, yeah, it just made him have trouble breathing and, and get gave all him sweat. sweats. Yeah. So he could, and who are they going to call? Dr. Mayfield, of course, because he's his doctor. And he can say, oh, yeah, it's the heart valve. We got to change it out. 
they could have been bad gas. It could have been me yeah. eating a box of uh, Swiss rolls. I get the yeah. same reaction as well, what Dr. Watts is If you get that reaction after eating Swiss rolls, Ben, you should probably stop. I'm not a I doctor. I should. And that's what my doctor <laughs> says. Don't eat the whole package. Well, you know what? You live your life, Dennis. No, but I, I thought you were stressed mine. out because of Star Trek, Ben, <laughs> because you love Star Trek. Oh, little Debbie. Just one more thing that's bothering us, Ben. Just, Just one, more one more thing. thing. <laughs> so they rush him into surgery. And this is my one of my favorite parts, though, is that up on the Eagle's perch is Columbo. Watching every move. And, and, soon, yep, go and ahead, I, I love though those obvious scenes, though, because Nimoy's operating and then he stops and. Whoops. And Columbo's up there. <laughs> Cracking an egg. He's eating a hard boiled egg. <laughs> and smoking a cigar. Yeah. Like, think about the smell coming from him at that point. He's smoking a gross, cheap cigar, eating a hard boiled egg. He's got to smell all, awful. That's all part of it. And all yeah. that coffee and orange juice. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't have deodorant on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to shave because, you know. He boiled himself. <laughs> he's just rolling around in his own filth. Yeah. Everything he does is is done to get a, a reaction out of people so he can probably vomit it on his jacket a little yeah. Yeah. it works and he then change clothes during the, this whole thing takes a place over the course of like three or four days he hasn't yeah. changed clothes once no same same old suit i mean so, this been me most of quarantine yeah that's so. true too my laundry is real easy at this point yeah <laughs> i picked the absolute so last year i got rid of my washing machine or you know when my lease was up uh, at the beginning of this year, I guess, in, in like February, my lease was up. And so part of it is I was renting a washing dryer, washer and dryer. I was like, that's extra money. I don't need that. There's a service that does laundry. I just put the laundry in a bag at my door. They come get it. They take it. They wash it and they bring it back all nice and folded. What I'm paying for the rental on that, I'll just pay to get my laundry done. The week, the, the week that the guy came to pick up my uh, washer dryer was the week that we started the lockdown yeah, and stay choice. home. That was a bad choice. So I've had this year. <laughs> well, no, because I've saved a bundle because I don't pay rent on the machines and I only do laundry like once a month. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, did I wear pants this week? I, I guess I could wash them. <laughs> but no, so Colombo, as soon as the surgery's over, he busts in with doctors and cops and they lock down the surgical room. There it Search this room and then got to search it. He gets physical with him for the first time. Yeah, Mayfield loses his temper, shakes him. That's his dojo, man. Don't come in my dojo. And then pushes him out of the way. Pushes him out of the way. Which I got to tell you, this guy is wasting his time being a surgeon. He could have been in Vegas. Yeah. Millions. Did anybody else rewind this scene? No, but I I should. I should have. Yeah, I, I did a couple of times and I didn't see it. But um, Movie so they search the room and they can't find Nothing. anything. Because, you know, we took the valve out. So the valve and, and the dissolving uh, sutures should have come out. Now, the other doctor confirmed that the stuff that went in was good. Yeah. He said, I was watching him the whole time. It looked good. I think yeah. we're okay. I think he did the right thing. He's good. But we got to find the other suture the stuff that at came first out. because he runs his hands through his hair after Columbo's like oh it's in his hair yeah that's the first thing i thought it's in his well, hair when they t- yeah because they took his yeah. his cap off to search his cap and, when and they then he runs his hands through his hair very slowly i'm like yeah. it's in his hand it's in his hair well, though, they didn't check his pubic hair weave they didn't 
Well, here's the thing. I thought they strip searched him because after they do this and they can't find anything, we cut back to his office and Columbo's sitting in his office (laughs) and the doctor and the other cop come in. Yeah. And like, I couldn't find him. And now he's just in his, in his scrubs and we couldn't find, and that's, I was like, did they strip search him? Yeah, Yeah, they did. That's just for fun though. Yeah. We found the sutures an hour ago, but we're don't tell him. We got to go real deep. So now Columbo's like, oh, you beat me. It's like, I don't yeah. know how you did it, but you did. Yeah. So the, I mean, the funny part is the original guy he wanted to murder, he had to go back in and save, save. to keep from getting so busted now he's, for two other murders. He, he just killed two people to cover up killing the first guy that he now just had to say, yeah, it's just like, you just dug this hole so deep and didn't accomplish what you tried. Yeah. Well, I mean, having two open heart surgeries in the span of a few days might actually do this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is kind of old. But then but then again, Columbo leaves and he runs his hands through his hair. And I'm like, oh, it's in his hair. It's got to be in his hair. It's got to be in his hair. Columbo comes in. He's like, you know what? We, we searched, searched the whole everything. room. But we didn't search me. And he pulls out and the pubic hair is in Columbo's <laughs> pocket. And that's how it ends. It's. I mean, I can. When he shook him, he draw. He he put it in Columbo's uh, surgical gown. Jenny, you thought it was great. I thought it was great. I loved that they tricked me with the hair. I guess same as you. (laughs) That was intentional. I was a little upset that the sutures were dry. Thought they should be wet. Well, I mean, they they blood. Yeah. They, they should be in less good state than what they are. That's what I thought too. I was like, well, there's no witnesses, so it's kind of his word against his, but I guess there would be blood on it and they could at least blood type it to match it to the yeah, the doctor, the patient. Yeah. yeah. So Jenny, you really enjoyed Columbo being yeah, your first really episode. Did. Dennis, I, did you like it? That was pretty good. This Jenny, was pro- watch some more. That's what I was going to ask. Would you watch another episode yeah. of Columbo? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, I kind of want, like, I want, like, a list of the best Columbo episodes. I don't want to just go. I can give you this list. I knew you could. I know. (laughs) This episode's definitely on there. Yeah, this is one of the top episodes of all time, in my opinion. So so maybe this wasn't the best one to start with, because. Okay, so I kind of joked about that. and go downhill. Yeah. I kind of joked about in the chat that, you know. That, you know, after this makes the other episodes look not so good. But that's not it. This, though, this is like one of those episodes of Deep Space. You know, whenever we would have a really good episode of Deep Space Nine, and I'd still rate them kind of not as high because I'm like, oh, yeah, but there's better stuff coming. Mm-hmm. See, this I is think- like some of the better stuff coming. Even though those other episodes are really good, this is a really good I mean, good I, feel like, I feel like this is when we were watching um, the Cubs win the World Series, and I was like, man, I've really been missing out on this whole baseball thing. This is really exciting. And you're like, hmm. Not, not always. This is this is a once in a lifetime thing here. <laughs> See, I think the thing about Columbo is what makes it enjoyable for me is Peter Falk. Yeah, it's it's just him. I find him super engaging and super uh, just he's just fun to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just to watch him kind of interact with the different people and how they kind of take to him or kind of push him away makes it more fun like there's one episode with um with the wine guy yeah Uh, i can't donald pleasance is donald pleasance yeah i'm trying i think that's third on my list yeah 
I want to say that's third season Columbo, but that one's really good because Columbo's investigating this murder, and I think it's like his brother or something because he owns a wine company. He owns a he owns a vineyard, and like he's this super fancy pants dude. Um, yes, it's called Any Port in a Storm. Right, they make port wine, and it's a little uh, bit longer of an episode because some of them are seventy-three minutes and some of them are ninety-six. So the, the this one's a little bit longer, but the interaction between Donald Pleasance and Columbo are just fucking great because they really like each other. Like, mm-hmm. so it's it's just fun to see the different kind of interactions. The one before this one in season two, which is like what um, Prelude or like a. a the, what is it called? Um, the Requiem of a Falling Star. There's mm-hmm. like an there's an old film actress, and Columbo is like spends most of the episode just kind of gushing over. My wife is a big fan, and she really loves. Here, call her on the phone and just say hello, and she'll know it's you. So it's fun to watch him interact with the different people in different ways. If that makes sense, you know. Now, Who? like I know that there's a lot of things that are kind of like tropes for the show oh yeah hey one more thing like does it ever get to a point where you're like okay i get it this is like like it kind of becomes predictable or like kind of a formula when you watch it or is it is that part of the fun i think it's part of the fun yeah i i i am waiting for the one more thing I like okay. I and it honestly it doesn't happen as much as you think I, I i think somebody did a a video where they can like put all the one more things together. What and, you say, Dennis? It was just two of them, right? Just yeah. I mean, it's not as much. It, as it only it's like you know. Uh, I think over the course of all of TNG, Patrick's or Captain Picard only drinks uh, four or five gla- well, glasses of Earl Grey. Yeah, but they're big goals. So. <laughs> go, 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 go. But no, he only like of the, no, I think is of the seven times he he drinks it, he only says tea Earl Grey hot like four, some ridiculous okay. low number. I was gonna yeah. say because like this episode kind of had that moment, but he didn't say oh, yeah. but one more thing. Like, but he left the room and he came back and he was like, right. oh, your pubes were in my pocket the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you just find yourself really enjoying him, just really enjoying Peter Falk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of fun to watch. Um, his interactions with all the other, because they always have like, I mean, if you know anything about 70s television, like they're big stars. Like you're talking yeah. Nemo, you're talking Shatner. Um, I mean, what? Um, well, some of these folks though, the Land- Martin Landau is in one episode. The Martin Landau episode oh, is wow. good. It's And Martin Landau plays two guys. He plays twin brothers. One's yeah. a gambler and one's like a cooking show host. And just, so it almost becomes like watching it for the the star actor sometimes too. Yeah. See, I totally. disagree though because a lot of these stars that are in here weren't that big of a star at the time. Really? I mean, Nimoy was not that big of a star. I mean, star, I mean, Star Trek was ooh for us, but remember this thing got canceled. These guys were looking for work. When, yeah, but I mean, Dick Van Dyke is in one episode. Johnny, right. I'm Johnny just saying Cash they're not. Is, I'm just saying is, that there's a lot of times that they're not. You know, Johnny Cash is a murderer in one of them. Like, right. you're talking some pretty – the Johnny Cash one's pretty good. Did he kill someone just to watch them die? Uh, no, but he's like, a, he's like a religious singer, I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good one. Gospel singing superstar Tommy Brown is hugely successful, but he's unable to enjoy – 
um, the usual benefits of fame and wealth because of his wife. But yeah, it's good. Yeah. So I just found, and I Robert Conrad is a good one. I mean, Ricardo Montalban, Patrick McGugan is in a couple of them. George Hamilton. I mean, Ruth Gordon is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, these are pretty big stars. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Nimoy, I mean, considering this was 72, Star Trek got canceled, what, in 69? Yeah. I mean, this and is three it, years later. So, I mean, it's a pretty big I get. saw, well, see, I saw an interview, though, with Walter Koenig, and his, I want to say, he was, he was, like we talked about, he was on the episode with Shatner. Just a guy, though. And he was just a cop at the, at the scene. He's like, yeah, he stabbed him over there and walked over there, Lieutenant. Okay, thanks. But he said that he was happy to get the call for the shot or for the job because he hadn't worked in so long. Yeah. And the movies hadn't started yet or whatever. And he was just like, yeah, I was just happy to be working. So whatever they told me to do, I was going to do it. But then he said there was one day that they rode the little uh, golf carts to lunch and he rode with Shatner. Shatner didn't speak to him the entire time (laughs) because, and he said, I honestly believe because we hadn't started doing the movies yet. I honestly believe he didn't remember who I was. Oh, interesting. Like it was that, wow. you know, because it's been so many years and he was such a, he's like, yeah, it's whatever. Not that, it's not that long. It hasn't been that long. I'm sorry. No. Well, this There's was like. People f- I haven't seen in like five years and I still would remember if I spent that much time around them. Well, how much time though do you think they spend together? Long enough. Just a few hours, of, you know, what was it Shatner the other day was saying? Yeah, I mean, he was a day player talking about uh, George Takei. He's like, he may have done two full weeks of work on the show over the course of three years. That's just him being a dick, though, because that's that's absolutely him being a dick. Yeah. There's people that I haven't like that used to work at my office 10 years ago, and I haven't seen them since. And if they you... showed up again and said, hey, how's it going? I'd be like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you think about, OK, listen to some of these guest stars. Where are they? Um, Jack Cassidy is the murder in one. Roddy McDowell, John Castavetes. Um, Leonard Nimoy, Martin Landau, Donald Pleasance, um, Johnny Cash, Robert Conrad, Dick Van Dyke, Patrick McGugan again, Robert Vaughn, George Hamilton, Janet Lee. I mean, for God's sake, she was in Psycho. And uh, here's the Ricardo you know, Montalban. Um, do you know who made their television debut on Columbo? No, Jeff Goldblum. Really? What? He was an extra in a scene. There's a bunch of hippies protesting at the embassy. Interesting. And uh, he's one of the hippies with a sign. Because, like, I don't dig the 80s Columbo as much. It kind of loses its charm to some extent. And, like, I like watching it to go, hey, it's it's Dr. Philip Bombay. He's in this one again because Philip Bombay's in a lot of these episodes. Um but yeah, I, mean, I just, I, I can't, I mean, I think Columbus great. I was in a great mood all day today because I was watching it in pieces as I was like doing chores around the house. And I was just like, man, I, this is wonderful. I get to watch Columbo. This is great. Some, somebody I used to uh, like who uh, does the blog Columbo file. Okay. I just saw their top somebody 10. Ep- I used to like. <laughs> well, because their top 10 episodes, the reason I've lost all respect for them yeah. now they say here's the top 10 episodes of Columbo uh-huh. from the 70s yes Stitch and Crime is number 10 
What's number one at that point? Well, hold on. Nine is death leads a hand, lends a hand. Okay. Right. I'm not sure it's, what that one is. It was the first one from season one to be uh, filmed, but not aired. Okay. Um, what is it? Uh, what is this one about? Um, in the role of investigator Brimmer, Robert Culp. Well, it's a Robert Culp one. Okay. Oh, he's the private investigator. Okay. Robert Culp is the private investigator. Try and Catch Me is number eight with Ruth Gordon, who's the uh, mystery writer, Abigail okay. Mitchell. Okay. She frames or whatever. Uh, Friend Indeed, which has uh, Commissioner Halprin. Let's see, what is this? I, see, I don't even remember this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, friend, I know, yeah. I, I, looking at the picture, I know exactly, I know <clears> the guy. <throat> uh, negative Reaction. That's the one with um, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. That's a good one. That's number six. Number five is the very first episode of the series, uh, Murder by the Book. See, I don't like the first episode of the series because you don't get the Columbo that you know in the later episodes. They're still See, trying to figure out the character. I like him in this better than I liked the movie, though. Because you got to think there was the, the – the, was there two movies before the series started? Yeah. Like in 64, 65? 68. Okay. Um. Number four, though, you'll agree with is uh, Double Shock. That's a great one. That's I mean, that one's Martin Landau. That's the Martin Landau one. It's really good. 70, uh, number three is Publisher Parish with Jack Cassidy. I don't remember that one. Uh, let's see. The early scenes, Greenleaf establishes his alibi with a shambling foe drunk antics are priceless. He braves for it. Anyway. I don't where's know. Donald, Jack please, where's, where's... Suitable for framing is number two. Okay. That's the one with uh, the guy from, uh, not Robert Conrad, but the other guy from Wild Wild West, Artemis mm -hmm. Gordon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Bye Bye Sky High IQ Murder Case. No, I disagree with that. It's number one. And it's like, what? No. And that's the thing, because one, you put st a Stitch in Crime as number 10, and you don't even put... Um, what do you call it on there? The uh, Donald Pleasance one? The Donald Pleasance one's really good. There's no Roddy McDowell one? The Roddy McDowell one is also pretty good. So I, I yeah, yeah, I would have to. sucks. Fuck this guy. Yeah. This guy, he, he's nobody. And again, another yeah. site. Another site. Number Depends one. Bye bye sky high IQ murder case. Just send me your list. I'll watch it. I will. Oh, see, okay, now this list has a little bit more credibility because I really the, like. I really like Requiem to a Falling Star. I don't know why, but I really like that one. I don't want this douchebag list from a fucking okay. website. So, but this Perfect. guy though, he's a little, he does the sky high IQ murder cases number one, but he puts Stitch and Crime as number two. But then he skipping the next one because it's from the eighties, and then suitable for framing, Double Shock, Any Old Port in a Storm. Any Old Port in a Storm is a good one. A friend indeed. Uh, Columbo Any report in a storm. That's the one with um, um, that's pleasant. the one with Suzanne Plachette, right? Uh, no, she's not in that too. No, no, she? no, no. That's Donald Pleasance. The yeah. one I'm trying to think of the one with um, Suzanne Plachette, but that one's really good too. With the um, with the general. Mm -hmm. I gotta think of that one, but I really like that one because I like Suzanne Plachette. She's got hot tits. Now, one of the few from the '80s. There's two from the '80s I liked. Or the no early 90s, I guess. Columbo goes to college. I haven't seen that. I don't know that one. So he's teaching a class. Dean. Well, no, he's teaching a class, and they're he's like, you know, Columbo House! 
but uh, no, he, uh, there's these students in this film class that think they can put one over on him. You can't put one over on Columbo. Come on. Exactly. And then the other one, huh? Do these kids murder somebody? Yeah. Oh my God. And um, the other one uh, from the eighties was remember uh, Sledgehammer? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on a scene and he, really? he's in a in one of the episodes as the murderer and he he uh is a he's a csi right and so he's framing this other guy and just just completely throwing colombo off off track and this is one of the ones where we get to see him like thinking because he's at an italian restaurant he's eating or whatever and it just like click 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 you know but that's a good one yeah definitely watch any port in a storm yeah that's in my top five yeah if i watch Columbo goes to college and there's not like toga party but instead of toga they're yeah. all wearing like fucking overcoat <laughs> I'm out the I'm one that's going to mess forever. you up is stogie, prescription murder stogie, stogie. <laughs> if, if you uh, if you watch prescription murder you're confused because he's got a haircut he's, his tie's tied he's got a clean shirt I mean it's that was the 68 one yeah, that's yeah. Right. Trying to find. I'm I'm gonna get it on Amazon because Dead it's Weight. not in the Peacock. Dead Weight is a good one. That's with yeah. um Eddie Albert, who was um from Roman Holiday and the Heartbreak Kid. Um, what so he, he was also in. It was the guy from Green Acres. Yeah, the guy from Green Acres is a is a general, a marine in that one. That one's good. I like Dead Weight. I think that one's a good one. So what I think we should do, Bob, is uh-huh. you and I. Let's bounce our do a top twenty. Okay. Do deprogrammed. We do deprogram for Colombo. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll we'll make the list for the others. <laughs> we'll make our top ten list for the others. And then we can put it in Patreon. List. Yeah. yeah. I think I've, I just to take it slightly off topic now, but uh-huh. I think Justin originally was going to do that with deprogram. Like he was going to do like your top twenty Seinfeld shows or whatever. And just do all these different. I wonder if we should hire Justin to come in for a special appearance. He can promote his gimmick. He's part of the crew. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hulks, duh. He's a Hulkster. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, okay, here's the difference between deprogrammed with a band and deprogrammed with Columbo. Columbo yeah. episodes are seventy-three minutes long. <laughs> like I could listen to a song in five minutes and kind of go, "That's pretty- yeah." But here's the: you can go to Wikipedia. Be like you doing can, that, we've that watched enough for a Grateful Dead concert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've we've watched enough of Columbo. I love that, it that we can go to Wikipedia, go through the episode synopsis. Maybe mm-hmm. if you have trouble, go to Peacock and watch it, and still come up with our top twenty. I think twenty because be I'm only gonna if we How do many episodes are there. That's what I was gonna say. If we're gonna do a list, Ben, I'm only gonna do the seventies one. So yeah, I would probably only the seventies. I would probably only do five. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying if we both come up with our top 20, then you and I can like cross them out and come up with the top 10. Okay. So I'm mm-hmm. saying how many episodes are there? If there's 30 episodes, why are you doing a top 20? Yeah, that's, I don't think there's that many. There Do is, there's, okay. On Peacock, there's only like seven for the first season. There are only missing episodes. 45 episodes of the original from 70 to 79. There's only 45 of them. Wow. Oh. I did not know that. The most yeah. you could do a top 10. So the most we could do would be a top 10, especially if we left out the 80s ones. Uh, well, yeah, we're not doing the 80s. 
So I would say then let's do it both do a top 10 and then come up with our top five. I, mean, that they I should can watch. give you four of them right now. <laughs> like I can just write off the, I love the Donald Pleasance one. I love the one on the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cruise ship Columbo is great. This one's really good. Um, the Dick Van Dyke one is great. I love the Ricardo Montalban is okay, but the, the Walt, not the Walter Matthau, but the uh, Martin Landau episode is f- choice. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can, I can give you a better list, but yeah, man, I got no problem. Honestly, doing. I'll probably go on and see like whoever is the big star. And if it's somebody I like, I'll watch that, it. That's I, a good I would watch the, the Shatner one from the set. Cause Shatner did one in the seventies and one in the eighties. Are we doing? 90s. Are we doing that one as another episode? Are we doing that? Probably do Fade episode? to Murder, the seventies one. Yeah. Okay. Then I won't talk about it. But okay. uh, that's that's a good one. Yeah, but like that's you another could, one with my wife. She's such a big fan. You could totally cherry pick though, and just go, "Oh, Ricardo Montalban, cool. Oh, Janet Lee, I love Psycho." Yeah. And then yeah. just kind of do it that way. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. The Dick Van Dyke one's weird because it's Dick Van Dyke playing a murderer. <sighs> Like it's just so I mean, like I kind of found this weird at first <gasps> with like Spock as a murderer because but... he doesn't have he doesn't have a bowl cut in the ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're like who and is that guy? Like, yeah, that threw me off. No, but it actually worked because he was so like like we were saying like kind of cold and calculating that it's like he went into Vulcan mode and just yeah. was like murder is logical. <laughs> And this is this is one of the only Columbo episodes where the target isn't killed. This is the only one. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, because everybody else dies. Because the guy he wants to kill doesn't die. This is the only one. So, I don't know, man. I feel bad that we made you guys watch this because I don't know if you enjoy it as much as Ben and I clearly do. But fuck, I love Columbo. I mean, like, I just I'm love probably it. not as much as you guys do, but I am 100% going to go watch some more. I Okay. Dennis? I- my my enjoyment was enhanced by this video that I uh, was turned on to a few months ago, a couple months ago. That I you've never seen that chat. before. No, I never had. Oh my god! The Ballad Genius of Silbo Baggins, sung by Leonard Nimoy. Oh yeah, I didn't even that's have awesome. To watch it when you sent the link and I clicked on it. I was like, I just yeah. started laughing and I was like, I'm gonna come back to this in yeah. like yeah. as soon as the show's over. I'm one ready. of the one of the great comments in there is that uh, you have to watch it at half speed. And it's, I would say, uh, just from a few seconds of listening, it's actually a, a very valid comment to have. Okay. <laughs> That's terrifying. You definitely need to try it. Wow. Okay. I mean, the first in the series of the 70s, and I didn't know this until just now. So the one um, that, you know, Murder by the Book, right? Good one. So, so you said half speed, Dennis? Like 0. 0.5? 0. 0.5. Yeah. Directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Steven Bochco. That's really weird. Everybody's high. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how famous Nimoy was. Like, I, I'm, I'm reading the book again the the 50 year book and like just to hear him and shatner bitching about fan mail and i'm the star and who are you you know it's it's fun how do do, if we want to break that down for the patreons do you want to review the book yeah or do you want to review the book in sections i think we could do book and book 
like one boy well, i guess to do it in sections i think would be almost tedious just do the book yeah i would do the book like do the first book, book one and do and the book second two. book because i'm want to do it the tedious way because I'm halfway through. I just finished, like, you know, them it's talking about Gene Kuhn leaving and yeah. the show getting crappy and, yeah, and, like, them bankrupting Desi Lu. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody yeah. did a portrait of of uh, Lucille Ball in a Janeway-style uniform. Huh. That would have been awesome. And because it's like the, the youth – and and I don't want to be a gatekeeper, but when the young kids come, you know, just now discovering Star Trek, and they start figuring out the history. I don't want to be a gatekeeper, but I'm totally gonna do. It. No, no, it's just the thing. I, I, I I'm not. I, have... I don't want to be a gatekeeper. I'm just gonna stand here in front of this gate and not let anyone through. So the thing that bugs me though is that they have this little bit of arrogance, like they're, you know, they're the first person to know. They go very Trumpian. Did you know this? Did you know Lucille Ball? Desi, she ran this company called Desilu. Did you know this? Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this. But there was a company called Desilu. It was Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. That's where they got the name. And they started a show called Star Trek. People haven't heard of Star Trek before, but there was a show called Star Trek that she's. <laughs> you know, that's what I hear. But I, I just, I, but on the other hand, I try to take delight in the fact that they're finding out this knowledge and they're all excited about it. And so there was this one kid on TikTok that was just like stupid level excited that no you know i love lucy like she saved star trek the reason we have star trek is i love lucy was like no this is going to be a good show let's you know and they're doing this whole you know like three tiktok series and just all excited i'm like god i wish i could be that excited again you are ben about colombo about telling yeah. people that they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't uh doesn't do it for him anymore it, yeah He's going to go to morphine and murder. Yep. I don't understand. That, that would, he was smoking with his left hand. Why would he inject his left arm? It just doesn't make sense to it, me. It doesn't. See, those doesn't little things. Those doesn't little things. They seem inconsequential, but when you're killing somebody, you really got to pay attention. Yeah. Make sure like, you put needles in both arms. Yeah. Yeah. Or just between toes. Whoa, no, no, we're not trying to hide out right now, dude. Everything is weird. Let me just walk outside where it's safe. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fall down. I was hoping he was gonna fall in the pool. I thought he I'm was too because they, yes. they cleared up. I was like, oh, he's going for the pool. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he'd go for the pool. We didn't have we didn't have that kind of stunt money, or at least like miss the pool and like and then <laughs> fall into. <it. laughs> That's probably what happened to the stunt man. They're like, oh shit, we can't film that scene. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right, so so I cleaned the pool. We really Let's just do the, the one where Harry falls down. No combos here. Shit. So next week we'll review the Shatner episode, and uh, okay. I'm just Dennis, uh, Dennis and Jenny. I'm going to give you guys a pass if you don't want to show up. You don't have to. <laughs> Because I just I don't know if you're enjoying this as much as Ben and I are. That's I mean all. clearly not, but I mean you guys are practically jerking off while you're watching. Well, you might actually be it. My kids well, are. I think that's I the thing too. Like you know, you know Ben, you disagree with that guy's top ten list or whatever. Yeah. But I think, uh, with, especially with a show like this, like if you have some kind of emotional investment in a particular episode, then you're going to enjoy it more. You know. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's why those are his top 10 episodes because it's something that happened in the episode or when he, He's when dumb. he saw it. Like he I watched agree. it with his dad who was dying with cancer or something. No, I agree with know. Ben. His list sucks. Yeah. It's a shitty list. It was a shit list. It's I mean, a crap list. We'll come up with a good one. Yeah. 
and we'll put it on Patreon or whatever so people can see it. And then maybe we'll continue reviewing Columbo on Patreon just as an excuse to watch Columbo. If the numbers go up. Well, Stephanie and I used to watch every week. Like it was, it's on MeTV every week at 8 p.m. on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie and I, when we first moved here, we would get the kids to bed that early and we would watch Columbo. And at first, as I've said many times, we would turn it on because that's all I watched when we first moved here was MeTV because we cut the cord. And I was like, what is this show? This is fucking annoying. And we moved here in December but by like mid-February I was like this is fucking wonderful like this Stephanie and I were both like this is the best show in the whole wide world and it's just Peter Falk like he's so much fun to watch I think well, I think the show definitely would benefit from commercial breaks it does I think it does yeah for I think the a tension. lot of 70s TV is built that way to where it gets broken up by the commercial so that you can kind of digest it better you know yeah See, this is after they moved to Sunday nights, it looks like. I'm, I'm looking at some of the dates. MeTV, 8, 8 p.m. It's on every Sunday. It's wonderful. With ABC had this thing called, uh, like, their Sunday night mystery or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, was it McLeod was during this time? Connor McLeod. No, the other McLeod. Uh, Gavin. Gavin yeah. McLeod. No, no, the one that rode the horse. Highlander? He was a cop. He had the, the cool jacket and the cowboy hat, and he was in the big city. Can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, it was like the NBC, the NBC mystery movie. It was McLeod, Columbo, um, McGillan and wife, McMillan, McMillan and McMillan and wife with Rock Hudson. Yep. And then Herc Ramsey, which I've never heard of. It was an old West thing. Lanigan's Rabbi was on there for a while. Yeah. Which I cannot find any episodes of. Tenafly, which was. Uh, starring James McNean McEach as an African-American private detective, the Snoop sisters. So, yeah. Then they added Quincy M.D. I love Quincy M.D. Patrick McGowan starred in more Columbo episodes than anybody. And he directed a bunch of them, too. He was four episodes. Damn. All right. All right, guys. That's Columbo. It's almost 1130 for God's Jesus. sake. Jesus. <laughs> well, about 30 minutes ago. Ben and I can do this uh, for hours because Columbo's great. I can, I can do this all day. Yeah, one more thing now. One more thing. One more thing. Uh, Voyager will hit in the first week of 2021. So we'll be back to Star Trek very soon. We're just going to stretch out the year with Columbo. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with more Columbo. Poor Dennis and Jenny. <laughs> I'm just tired. I just never sleep. You know next week is, is Christmas, right? We'll figure it. We'll record around then. It's fine. All right. I had the best dream last night before we go. My dream was I was at a diner eating meatloaf, a meatloaf sandwich with friends. That was the dream I had last night. I didn't even know the people in the dream. We were just conversating wow. about things. That was my dream. Since I've started my medicine. Meatloaf. I was eating meatloaf in public with people, and I was—I woke up and I told Stephanie I had the best dream last night. <laughs> what was it? Up in a dream dictionary. I was eating meatloaf in public. It was great with people. <laughs> yeah. I my dreams lately have been like—I guess they were influenced by the meds, but it's—I'm not—I'm I'm, not—I'm not a key play. Like I'm—it's like I'm watching it. And it's a situation that I'm not involved in. Well, that's cool. 
you're on the bridge of the Enterprise. No, no, Wesley, don't press that button. Don't go with him. I would be there, but this is—it's just like people are talking, and I'm like listening into the conversations, and but I'm not there, and I'm like, the fuck, man. I'm gonna go watch more Columbo. You're still recording. Goodbye, everybody. I know. Bye. It's not asking too much. Do you mind if I continue with my day's work? Thank you.